What's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America show or host? For the latest news, visit the iRadio blog at iradioblog.com. The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to the Money Answer Show with host Jordan Goodman. Whether you are starting out, deep into your retirement, or somewhere in between, the Money Answer Show has the know-how to help you. Now here's your host, Jordan Goodman. Welcome to the Money Answer Show. This is Jordan Goodman, your host. My guest this hour is John Reese. He is the founder and CEO of Validia.com and Validia Capital Management. Welcome to the show, John. Thanks, Jordan. Nice to be with you. Uh, let's just start a little bit with your background and uh, how you've come to... Uh, create Validia and, and what kind of services you offer? Well, uh, it goes back to an interest um, in uh, childhood and the stock market that uh, I didn't do too much with, but um, I went to MIT, and while there, I was at the Artificial Intelligence Laboratory, and looked at how to extract knowledge and human wisdom from books and incorporate that into computer programs. Um, I was about to use that several years later, but before I did, I became an engineer, then I got my uh, MBA, Harvard Business School, went off into industry, uh, was there at the start of the uh, personal computer revolution, um, grew that, launched my own business to uh, specialize in local area networks, grew that for about nine years, sold it off to GE Capital. Now I was looking at how do I want to invest all of this cash. And that's when the inception for uh, Validia uh, essentially happened. started researching uh, 50 different periodicals in terms of uh, who were the best experts to listen to for stock market recommendations. When somebody made a pick or a pan uh, in their column or media, uh, who should you jump on board and essentially follow? That led to... Uh, reading books by the great investors, such as um, Peter Lynch's One Up on Wall Street. And all of a sudden, I said, here's somebody that I can extract the wisdom from, from the, the book, who has a track record, a known track record, and there are portions of the strategy that can be completely computerized and are quantitative in nature. And I started to extract that wisdom and incorporate it into a computer program, and was extremely happy with the success of that. And then I started on, on another book, read uh, Benjamin Graham's uh, The Intelligent Investor, and did the same thing. Went through a series of models like that, uh, 10 different uh, gurus initially. And at that time, with the Internet essentially taking off, turned that into a stock market research subscription service uh, and uh, Internet newsletter about... 2003, uh, combined and actually uh, started to track the portfolios that these gurus were actually uh, recommending, that is through these models, and found uh, excellent success, excellent results with that, 
and uh, that was picked up by several media from Barron's to Wall Street Journal, uh, Money, Keplinger Magazine, and that really launched the uh, full-paying service for this. And finally, a couple years later after that, with uh, quite a number of subscribers, uh, several were asking, you know, can you manage this rather than my doing it and trying to tune in and, and time it just right? And went through the process of becoming a SEC registered advisor in order to do that. So that, in a long way around, is the history of uh, the two different companies that I'm CEO of. Very good. So uh, you've also done a book uh, called The Guru Investor, How to Beat the Market Using History's Best Investment Strategies. Uh, What is the the basic idea behind that book? That book takes all the accumulated wisdom that I have of each of these gurus, and it identifies the, the background and what's fascinating and interesting about them, and then goes thoroughly into what their strategies are for picking stocks and does so in a step-by-step basis so that by the time you finish the book, if you want to, you too can go on a step-by-step basis and select stocks the same way that the great master did. It also does one more thing, and that is uh, at the time that it was published, we actually had five years of history of the performance, and it actually shows the year-by-year history of the performance, and it also compares that to the actual guru himself. Is there a website related to that book? Yes, there is. It's called Validia.com. Uh, the spelling is V as in Victor, A-L-I-D-E-A.com. And it allows uh, people to sort of see what's going on and to see the model portfolios that I am mentioning, uh, as well as our best pick. And people who subscribe also get a uh, newsletter and detailed model portfolios. So let's talk overall about how investors can learn uh, average investors can learn from the best uh, investors who've had such a great track record. Is, is that something that it's... What, what does it take to model, I guess you might say, the, you know, the most famous successful investors out there? Uh, it takes a very large concentration on detail in terms of extracting the wisdom. What is the guru saying? And then uh, coming up with the appropriate rules and wisdom to apply that to some six thousand stocks, each of which have uh, different characteristics. Now, uh, you asked, what does it take for an uh, investor to essentially use that or a beginning investor to educate themselves? And one, I would say, either on the book or the website, it shows you step-by-step which variables to use and combine to actually pick stocks successfully. Now, many investors go through you know, a startup and they hear wisdom like, look for low PE stocks or look for value stocks or look for growth stocks. Um, and they're kind of left on their own to, to flounder around and to pick out what is successful. But what I have done basically is packaged uh, 10 of those gurus that have been successful and also uh, explain in a great deal of detail that somebody can follow exactly what are the variables to, to use, how you find them, and then what you do with them, and finally how to make the decision on a particular stock. Since all these different gurus have different styles, how should the average investor pick which guru um, that they should follow is most appropriate for them. So the, you, you can't follow them all. They all have different styles, right? 
That's certainly absolutely right. There are very different styles um, within that, and uh, no, one investor would not follow them all. It's interesting, though, even the growth gurus have at least some value portion of their strategy to them, uh, such that they don't overpay for the stocks. I would say it depends if somebody is very, very conservative in terms of investing, um, they might go for the Benjamin Graham or David Dremen style of investing. If they're looking for uh, higher growth stocks, that happens to be their interest, then the Marty Zweig um, strategic formula uh, would be appropriate for them. Okay, so it, it, are those the two extremes, is, is deep value and growth, or are there some other things in between? There are a number of things in between. Growth at a reasonable price that... Uh, Peter Lynch is a uh, proponent of. Um, there are those that also look for uh, small, uh, smaller businesses. They concentrate on that. And others look for uh, contrarian and out of favor, but not too much out of favor type stocks. Okay. So part of the service that you offer at Validia is taking the same principles that these gurus um, have developed and then applying it to the current stock market and coming up with stock picks that you think are appropriate based on the approach of each of these gurus. Is that correct? That's correct. I let the computer actually go through some 6,000 stocks every day, applying each of the individual models to it and coming to a conclusion. So you get different stocks based on different models, based on different gurus? Very much so. Uh-huh. So you have a what's called the hot list, I guess, the Validia hot list. Some of those stocks are basing on, on, on the theories of some gurus and some on others. Is that the way it works? Well, the hot list is the answer to the question. There are so many gurus. How do you best combine them to use their combined wisdom so that you don't have to select or follow just one? The hot list actually lets each of the guru strategies vote on every single one of the stocks except there's a twist to it, and that is certain gurus count more heavily. Those that have the best risk-adjusted performance since we've been tracking it uh, carry heavier votes. But um, all of the gurus essentially vote on each stock, and the very highest, the very top ten, are the ones that become part of, part of that hot list. And what kind of track record has this Lydia hot list had based on all of the analytics you're using here? Uh, I've continued to be impressed by it, that basically, just as an example, since we've been tracking it since mid-2003, uh, uh, it's up in total of about 169% uh, versus 13% for the S&P 500. And how do you uh, uh, say that such a huge outperformance is possible? How is that, and, and particularly doing it consistently, I mean, that's an amazingly higher rate of return than one would normally expect. Well, you're picking um, a variety of stocks that tend to be liked by more than one guru strategy at a time, which represents clusters of investors out there uh, that pick and then uh, discover these stocks and then invest in them. So it's picking a number of stocks, I would say as a, as a whole, in somewhat unpopular industries just before they start to become popular. So that's how, if you look back where it's made its uh, money, I would say that's been its key. I see. So you're getting them when they're undervalued 
there's real value there, and then some catalyst will change it, and then they become popular and more fully valued, and that's where you make your money. Yes, as a as a general rule, there are exceptions for particular stocks. But when I see you know whole sectors that become unpopular, such as retail, was very very unpopular uh, last year. Yet um, the guru strategies were picking up quite a few retail stocks. And do you offer this in the, some kind of a managed money uh, format as well, where you pick the stocks for people, or have a mutual fund or something like that as well? I have uh, two things. Uh, I do sub-advise mutual funds, but they're available only to Canadian investors. In the United States, uh, I formed a money management firm that for uh, the equity portion of uh, people's investments, I will manage them according to these guru strategies. And I actually blend several strategies together for various characteristics. Uh, generally, I try to find the least correlated strategies, and those are the ones that I combine for, uh, when I run uh, people's money. Very good. Okay, we're going to take a break. Uh, this is Jordan Goodman of The Money Answer Show. My guest this hour is John Reese. He is the founder and CEO of Validia.com. Uh, he also has a book out called The Guru Investor, How to Beat the Market Using History's Best Investment Strategies. We'll be back after this. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. Hi, this is Jordan Goodman, host of The Money Answer Show. I cordially invite you to join me and some of my favorite investing experts for The Money Answers Investing Cruise from February 12th through February 19th, 2011 on board Holland America's luxurious MS Eurodam. In this volatile investing environment, Good advice is more important than ever, and this exclusive Caribbean cruise offers not only fun, but also a full week of highly informative events with me and other top investing experts like Ray Lucia and Charles Payne from Fox News Network. During seminars, panel discussions, and Q&As, at cocktail parties and at dinners, we will discuss current market conditions and the best places for your investment dollars. Meanwhile, luxuriate in the amenities of Holland America's newest ship, and visit some of the best ports for shopping, sightseeing, and sunning. For more information, go to www.moneyanswerscruise.com or call 800-707-1634. That's 800-707-1634. And don't delay, because spaces are limited. What sets apart VoiceAmerica.tv from the other video content providers on the Internet? Choice and flexibility means that you can host your video content live or on demand on the main VoiceAmerica.tv channels through your own branded media player or your own private TV channel. We support multiple media formats, so all of your video content can be in one place. We offer a number of advertising and video packages. For more information, visit VoiceAmerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us surprise you. Stocks, bonds, investment opportunities, financial news, and talk. We can help. Call us now toll-free, 866-472-5790. 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. You've been listening to The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman. If you have a question for Jordan or his guest, please call us now at 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Now back to Jordan. 
Welcome back to the Money Answer Show. This is Jordan Goodman, your host. My guest this hour is John Reese. He is the founder and CEO of Validia.com. Uh, he is also the author of a book called The Guru Investor, How to Beat the Market Using History's Best Investment Strategies. Welcome back to the show, John. Thank you, Jordan. Let's do some of the gurus that you follow and get a sense of their style and then um, kind of some of the analytics that they use, and then maybe we'll have some specific stocks that your system has kicked out now that might fit their criteria. And maybe you should start with the, the granddaddy of all of them, who is Ben Graham, uh, whose original uh, kind of value thesis is kind of the, the grandfather of all these other people to some extent. So why don't you give me some of the criteria that Ben Graham looked for and then maybe one or two stocks in today's market that would fit those criteria. Sure, and he's a very appropriate person to start with for several reasons. One, as you mentioned, he is considered the father of uh, value investing. He was also the professor to Warren Buffett. And one other interesting thing, since we've been following these strategies, right now his strategies are ranked number one in terms of performance. So that's a pretty impressive uh, showing that he did well many years ago, and the strategies continue to do well today. Some of the things that are considered, uh, one of the things, Graham ruled out both technology companies and financial companies. So if it, uh, the companies within those two industries, it automatically was excluded. The next thing he did was check that the sales were a reasonable minimum size, uh, adequate size in, in today's dollars that translates to about $340 million in terms of its sales. He then looked for some very key financial things, such as the current ratio. He wanted a uh, high current ratio of greater than uh, 2 to 1, so they'd know the company had sufficient cash and liquidity. And another twist is he looked for long-term debt in relation to the net current assets. He actually wanted to be able to pay off the entire debt from the uh, net current assets. He wanted to see a little bit of growth over a 10-year period of time. He wasn't looking for fantastic growth. It could be as little as 3% per year, but he wanted to see that it was biased upwards, not downwards. Uh, finally, two other variables that he uh, used or part of his criteria is the price-to-earnings ratio. Uh, now, What's interesting is as much as price-earnings ratio is bandied around um, in the press, the media, is probably the most popular and useful ratio. Very few of these gurus actually use the price-earnings ratio, or if they do, they have a particular twist to it. Graham's twist is that he averaged the earnings of the last three years. He didn't use trailing 12 months. It was like the trailing 36 months. Um, so he compared the price to that particular earnings. And partly he did that to help uh, eliminate uh, the problems of looking at cyclical companies. So um, he was trying to make sure that when using those earnings, the price-to-earnings ratio was no higher than 15. He applied a second criteria, and you know this is starting to get pretty detailed, with the price-to-book ratio. And rather than just set a particular um, limit, he said the price-to-earnings ratio times the price-to-book ratio cannot be greater than 22. So basically, that makes your price-to-book ratio below you know, 1.5 or 1.3 for the absolute maximum that it would take, assuming the price-to-earnings ratio is high. Okay. Um, so that, that is step-by-step. Uh, step so th those are what you have programmed ratio. into your computer, 
and then it, it applies those to the 6,000 companies and comes up with what meets the criteria, right? Yes, correct. And so what would they maybe say two or three companies today that would meet those criteria at current prices? Okay. Let me go back to a list of those. You have what you call a guru and, score, and some right? of, Yes, and some of these, um, uh, by the way, are also part of the uh, hot list holdings because uh, yeah. Graham does carry a, a higher weight. Sanofi of Ventus, a uh, very large uh, pharmaceutical firm, um, is one such firm. Um, uh, so maybe to tell me a little one, bit about it. I mean, I, I know it's a drug company, but you know, it's, it's more than just numbers. He also wants to see that it's a good, good business in various ways too, right? Well, no. Uh, he was not into picking the particular business type. If anything, his philosophy was have a larger basket of stocks so that you don't have to get involved in picking or identifying the industry. Um, that was, um, again, he used a statistical approach, which I find a lot of validity to, uh, that averages out. You look for certain characteristics, and on average, those stocks will outperform the market. Uh-huh. Okay. But, that uh, Sanofi is um, uh, a couple of its uh, products um, uh, include um, uh, the sleep medication, which is not uh, just hitting me, uh, Ambien. Ambien, uh huh. Yes, exactly. And uh, another one is uh, another big thing is Allegra. Uh, it's huge. It has an $89 billion market cap. Graham noticed that it has a 2.4 current ratio. Uh, and, of course, met the other criteria, and its price-to-earnings ratio is fairly low, 10.3. Uh-huh. So th- those were a number of reasons for uh, the Graham interest in Sanofi at the current time. Another one, interestingly enough, uh, large in healthcare again, is Johnson & Johnson. Mm-hmm. And what's interesting about that uh, is even within this top ten, you're starting to see at least two stocks fall in a certain industry pattern, which is uh, pharmaceuticals and healthcare, which is unpopular at the moment, meaning that there's quite likely to be big bargains in this sector. So the unpopularity doesn't bother... Uh, Graham, in fact, that's what he's looking for is unpopularity because it's, it's undervaluing the assets of the company. That's correct. And in general, just because these models are computerized, popularity is more an emotional type of thing, and the computer is not emotional, so it doesn't care. It makes sure that the companies are solid, they meet the requirements of the strategy, and We'll include it in the portfolio if it does, and we'll unceremoniously drop the stock uh, if it no longer meets the criteria. I mean, there are reasons. The popularity. Why, there are reasons why people are emotionally excited or or not excited about a, a particular stock or a sector. In the healthcare, we just had Johnson Johnson and Sanofi mentioned. There's concern about cutbacks in reimbursement rates, for example, for Medicare, and the government's going to be cutting back, and that's where a lot of the revenue is driven there. So. Is, is that, that's the reason why they're unpopular, I guess. Is, is your view that that's, that that's providing value? I mean, people shouldn't worry about those kind of things. Um, 
basically what tends to happen is that the people, both experts and individuals, do tend to worry about these things, but they drive the stock price down to a point that is unfairly low when uh, sort of reason comes back. Usually, uh, the stock becomes priced worst case for these kind of events that are uh, occurring, uh, but they rarely actually occur or occur in the same way. So that's what actually tends to create these values in the market for these well-known companies. So the bad news is already priced into the shares, is what you're saying, basically. It is, basically, yes. Yeah, okay. All right, uh, now a bit of a different angle is uh, Peter Lynch, <clears throat> the famous uh, fund manager for the Fidelity Magellan Fund. Uh, what are some of his criteria that you look for, and, and what are some stocks that might fit his criteria these days? Okay, let me call up a list of those particular stocks. Um, one happens to be Western Digital Corporation, um, in the technology sector, hard disk drive manufacturer. Uh, uh, Basically, uh, they sell primarily uh, OEM to other computer manufacturers incorporating uh, their business. It's a, a, almost an $8 billion uh, firm. Some things that are picked out essentially by the Peter Lynch strategy uh, include its PEG ratio, which is a price-to-earnings-to-growth ratio. And this is um, Peter Lynch's twist on using a price-to-earnings ratio. And he compares it not by itself, but to the growth rate of the company, how it's basically been going. And if it's a one-to-one type of thing, so if the company's growing, let's say, 15% and the price-to-earnings ratio is 15, then that's considered uh, fairly valued, uh, not that much of interest. But as it drops way below that, such that the uh, growth rate is substantially higher than the price-to-earnings ratio, uh, that is what creates a very attractive opportunity, according to the Peter Lynch strategy for his high-growth companies. And in this particular case, uh, for Western Digital, their growth, their peg ratio is actually uh, 0.2 right now. So it's actually very low. Meaning it's selling at a PE much below its growth rate. That's correct. Uh-huh. And so that's saying that it's growing fast, but there's investors are either missing it or... or not valuing it or not believing it, or there's some reason why the investors are not willing to pay for the growth that the company's providing. Right. It's, it's either unrecognized or, more commonly, there is a strong fear in the market that the growth rate uh, has stopped or it's over uh, or can't maintain that. Yet its history basically says that uh, it is going to maintain its growth rate, and again, that's what creates the opportunity. Okay, and would there be another one that would fit the Lynch model in current prices? Uh, I'll give you another one that is um, actually another tech company, which is Tech Data Corporation. They're a very big distributor of uh, electronic and information technology uh, parts. They're a $2 billion firm. Uh, they also have a peg ratio around uh, 0.3, so uh, pretty low, uh, yet... Uh, they've been around for uh, quite uh, quite some time. Okay. Um, so, again, it's the same kind of thing. They've had growth, but investors are, are um, uh, skeptical of whether it's going to continue, is what you're saying. Correct. Okay, we're going to take another break. Uh, this is Jordan Goodman of the Money Answer Show. My guest this hour is John Reese. Uh, he is the founder and CEO of Validia.com. Uh, his new book is called The Guru Investor. 
how to beat the market using history's best investment strategies. And we'll be back after this. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Hi, this is Jordan Goodman, host of The Money Answer Show. I cordially invite you to join me and some of my favorite investing experts for The Money Answers Investing Cruise from February 12th through February 19th, 2011, on board Holland America's luxurious MS Eurodam. In this volatile investing environment, good advice is more important than ever, and this exclusive Caribbean cruise offers not only fun, but also a full week of highly informative events with me and other top investing experts like Ray Lucia and Charles Payne from Fox News Network. During seminars, panel discussions, and Q&As, at cocktail parties and at dinners, we will discuss current market conditions and the best places for your investment dollars. Meanwhile, luxuriate in the amenities of Holland America's newest ship and visit some of the best ports for shopping, sightseeing, and sunning. For more information, go to www.moneyanswerscruise.com or call 800-707-1634. That's 800-707-1634. And don't delay, because spaces are limited. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? Whether the market's up or down, or if you're looking to improve your portfolio, our experts are ready to talk to you. Call now. Toll free. 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. You've been listening to The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman. If you have a question for Jordan or his guest, please call us now at 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Now back to Jordan. Welcome back to The Money Answer Show. This is Jordan Goodman, your host. My guest this hour is John Reese. He's the founder and CEO of Validia.com. He also has a book out called The Guru Investor, How to Beat the Market Using History's Best Investment Strategies. Welcome back to the show, John. Thank you, Jordan. Another of the gurus that you follow is Martin Zweig, uh, who was kind of famous being on Louis Rukeyser's show for many, many years. But he also runs various closed-end funds and so on. What, what is his strategy that he, he looks for? His strategy uh, is focused uh, relatively heavily on growth. Um, interestingly enough, uh, Apple would be an example of this actually at the current uh, time. Um, he wants to see that there is 
not only at growth rates uh, historically for the last five years, but even recently that there's still growth rate and there's acceleration and that the growth hasn't uh, dipped off. There are also certain financial measures that he looks at. And then finally, he also looks to see that the price-to-earnings ratio is in a moderate range. Um, he doesn't want to, to be over uh, 42 so that will roll out some of the very fastest growth companies. And at the same time, as a minimum, he wants to see that the price-to-earnings ratio is at least five because he feels that below that, that indicates some really severe defects uh, with the company. Okay. And so, so what, are, what are some companies that would meet his criteria now? Um, well, besides um, Apple, we also have Dollar Tree, um, in terms of retail, one particular uh, banking company called Brookline Bank Corp, uh, also another in the financial industry is, is Amtrust Financial Services. So these are, even the financial services have been growing uh, despite the economic environment and the problems of uh, financial firms over the last couple of years. These have uh, survived and actually done well and are now at uh, reasonable prices. Okay, anything other than those two? Well, uh, Strayer Education, uh, the whole, uh, call it the uh, online and um, adult education uh, course market, was hit by a uh, federal investigation uh, during the last year, and that caused uh, a whole bunch of these stocks to, to drop. So despite the fact that they're still profitable and still showing good growth rates, uh, the price fell low. So Strayer Education is another one that currently meets the uh, Zhuang uh, criteria. Very good. Okay, another one you have in your uh, group is uh, Warren Buffett, who, who clearly followed Ben Graham's style, but maybe there's some different things that Buffett looks for in addition to what Graham looks for. What, what are some of the criteria that Buffett's looking for? Well, interestingly enough, uh, Buffett evolved dramatically past Graham and has uh, some of the toughest set of criteria. One of the most important things that Buffett looks for is the earnings history over the past 10 years. He wants to see that it's uh, increased every year or if it's not increased every year, the dips uh, are relatively small and shallow. But the most important thing that he's trying to do is identify the companies that not only have been historically good in terms of earnings that you can count on, but you can count on them also doing that for the next 10 years as well. So that distinguishes him from a lot of other um, uh, strategists and investors who don't concentrate on quite uh, such a long term in either direction. Once he essentially has um, identified that, he looks to see that the company can pay off its debts with uh, two to five years of its earnings. Um, also, that there is a consistent return on equity, that there is some type of uh, buyback of the company stock. So there are quite a few things that he looks at. And assuming that a stock still passes all the criteria, it's still not a buy until he does a price evaluation. And Buffett ends up doing a price evaluation using two different methods. One is a projection using return on earnings, and the other is a projection using the uh, earnings per share, earnings per share growth of the company. He will project out those numbers um, for 10 years in the future, and only if he can determine that the return 
of the company using those same uh, characteristics is greater than 15%, will he still consider it an investable um, option? Okay. So, so maybe what would be two companies that would fit those criteria now? Graham. Uh, some of the ones um, turn out to be retail again, such as uh, Aeropostale, Ross Doors, TJX companies, um, Coach. So actually, interestingly enough, there are uh, four different um, uh, retail uh, uh, companies within that right now. Um, Ypro is another one, which is uh, a uh, Indian firm that's uh, huge in terms of uh, outsourced services. They're now multi-billion dollars. And interestingly enough, a educational service firm, again, ITT Educational Services, is also uh, on the list. Okay. Um, good. All right, so that's uh, uh, Warren Buffett. Uh, another one you have is uh, John Neff, who is the famous investor who ran the Vanguard Windsor Fund for many years, also a value investor. What are some of his criteria? Uh, some of his criteria uh, is that... Um, the growth rate, he wants to see it in a moderate range, somewhere between 7% and 20%. So there's actually uh, a tighter range there than you might associate. He wants to see the price-to-earnings ratio be somewhere between 40% and 60% below the market's P.E. ratio. So he doesn't want the worst. He's ruling that out, and he wants it to be below the P.E. ratio of uh, the market. So he's getting uh, quite a few unpopular, but not the most unpopular stocks that way. He wants to know that there are confirmed growth projections for uh, the company, that it's going in the right direction, and that likewise the sale is, sales are growing as well as the earnings per share. And then he does something, he compares a total return where he actually adds the expected EPS growth plus the yield, the dividend, and divided that by the P.E. ratio, and he's looking to see that it doubles its market or the uh, industry. So that's a selective criteria. And then finally, he looks at a few other things, such as the earnings per share persistence and um, that the company actually generates free cash flow. All these numbers that you're talking about are in your database? I mean, if somebody wanted to actually follow the strategy, how could they do a screen for all these different criteria, which is, you know, quite complex? The answer is yes. Um, the, all of them are in our database. That was one of the things that sort of had um, uh, bugged me and also resulted in the founding of the company, which was trying to collect all these data. When I first started, I actually tried to collect the data by hand. It took two hours to try and go to different sources to get all these little detailed information to evaluate one company. But now uh, I have access to a database, and I'm able to actually put up on my website each of the individual data criteria uh, that um, meets the guru criteria, and it will show what the value is and what the guru is essentially looking for. So, yes, I I make that information available as a convenience to somebody who actually wants to use these strategies. So is this something you get if you subscribe to Validia.com, to to the service, or you get it? Just going to your website without subscribing to anything? Uh, that's limited for subscribers to actually see that detail and to see the step-by-step and to see the key uh, financial numbers uh, on the firm. So is that something a lot of your subscribers do? Is They not only take your recommendations, based on the, but they use your database and do screens on their own? 
Initially, that's true, and we also help facilitate that. We allow a screener not only for a number of the traditional variables, but to also say, give me all stocks that are of some interest to Peter Lynch, or combine those, what are stocks that are of interest to Peter Lynch and Warren Buffett at the same time. So we allow the unique kind of um, screening. So they don't have to do all the screening themselves. They can screen for the results, in effect. They can screen for the results, in effect, and, and see the list. It's interesting, although those tools are there and they were used heavily early on, I would say as people become experienced and comfortable with the models, the majority of people actually go directly to the models that are pre-done for them, whether it's top ten lists from each of the gurus or the combined top ten list of the, of the hot list. I think people like the the convenience. You you do the work for them, basically. Exactly, exactly. Um, Just tell people the prices of uh, subscribing to your services in various ways online so they know what they're getting involved with here. Uh, It's either an annual subscription at $279 a year, or it's available on a month-to-month basis at $30 a month. Okay. And then uh, you can get the book, and then for your money management services, what is the minimum amount that you uh, will, will take for that, and what are the fees involved there? Uh, we long ago established a policy that we take uh, investment accounts at 250000 or more, and how we do the fees is we use 1.5% of the assets under management, which drops as uh, there's increasing uh, assets. So it's pretty straightforward in terms of the pricing. And so the, the stocks that you're putting in the portfolios that you're doing the money management for are uh, a combination of many uh, stocks that fit many of the different guru strategies. Is that correct? They fit many different guru strategies. We actually combine strategies in different ways. As I mentioned, we look for uncorrelated strategies that also meet certain other objectives, and those are the ones that we tend to use uh, and reserve for our money management clients. I see. Okay. All right. It's very interesting stuff. Uh, again, people can find out more at validia.com, V-A-L. Uh, I-D-E-A uh, dot com and uh, find out more about how all these things work. We're going to go to a break. Uh, this is Jordan Goodman of the Money Answer Show. My guest this hour is John Reese, uh, the founder and CEO of Validia.com. His book is called The Guru Investor, How to Beat the Market Using History's Best Investment Strategies. We'll be back after this. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Hi, this is Jordan Goodman, host of The Money Answer Show. I cordially invite you to join me and some of my favorite investing experts for The Money Answers Investing Cruise from February 12th through February 19th, 2011, on board Holland America's luxurious MS Eurodam. In this volatile investing environment, good advice is more important than ever, and this exclusive Caribbean cruise offers not only fun, but also a full week of highly informative events with me and other top investing experts like Ray Lucia and Charles Payne from Fox News Network. During seminars, panel discussions, and Q&As, at cocktail parties and at dinners, we will discuss current market conditions and the best places for your investment dollars. Meanwhile, luxuriate in the amenities of Holland America's newest ship and visit some of the best ports for shopping, sightseeing, and sunning. 
For more information, go to www.moneyanswerscruise.com or call 800-707-1634. That's 800-707-1634. And don't delay, because spaces are limited. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings of the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our wall. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Whether the market's up or down, or if you're looking to improve your portfolio, our experts are ready to talk to you. Call now, toll-free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. You've been listening to The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman. If you have a question for Jordan or his guest, please call us now at 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Now back to Jordan. Welcome back to The Money Answer Show. This is Jordan Goodman, your host. My guest this hour is John Reese. Uh, He's the founder and CEO of Validia.com, also the author of a book, The Guru Investor, How to Beat the Market Using History's Best Investment Strategies. Welcome back to the show, John. Glad to be back, Jordan. Um, okay, there's some other gurus that you follow. Let's kind of use the same criteria we did before here. One of them is named Joe uh, Pitorsky. Is that right? The Joe Pitorsky. And, and so what was his strategy, and, and uh, how do you factor that into what you're doing? Well, he is very, very interesting because he's little known. He's actually a accounting professor at Stanford University. But before Stanford, he was at University of Chicago. He wrote a paper on what are known as high book-to-market stocks. High book-to-market stocks is very popular uh, in academic circles. Most people are familiar with it is low-price-to-book stocks. So we're talking about hugely unpopular stocks. Academic theory has proved that if you take a big assortment of those kind of stocks and hold them for a period of time, you will outperform the average market by a few percent. And he asked the question, is there some way of improving that? A lot of companies have a high book-to-market uh, for reasons that, uh, you know, they're uh, in trouble. Is there some way, he said, of separating the wheat from the chaff? And what he did is come up with a series of nine rules, nine things that he looks for very specifically to help make that judgment whether the uh, unpopularity of the company is deserved or whether it's likely to uh, turn around and go higher. And his um, strategy has a uh, tremendous uh, track record uh, in terms of the market, so he dramatically outperformed the, the academic uh, studies. Okay. So um, other than this book value, are there other criteria that he has that you put into your computer databases to uh, pick stocks on his criteria? Sure. And first of all, he wants the uh, book to market to be in the top 20% uh, of the market. That's the first criteria for him to even consider it. And just a few others, he wants to see that there is a positive return on assets for the company and that the return on the assets is greater than the year before. He wants to see positive cash flow from operations. He also looks to compare the cash of the company compared to net income, 
what he found, of course, is that you know, many companies could show a positive net income, but they're still uh, gushing a lot of cash. And uh, he wanted to make sure that there was true cash coming into the company and accumulating. And he was looking for positive changes in long-term debts and positive changes in current ratios. Um, and to see that there's no extra shares outstanding, he did not want to see uh, extra equity um, issued. So a number of, of things like that in terms of his uh, nine rules. And what would be, say, two companies that would fit those criteria today? Um, well, interesting enough, one is actually the NASDAQ stock market exchange itself actually uh, fits that uh, criteria. And another is a um, insurance company, the Hanover Group, particular symbol THG. So you have to have a, a longer-term perspective on these kind of things, right? It's not going to be a quick turnaround. Um, well, it's interesting, but normally we're seeing uh, tremendous performances within any individual year. So you the prediction of how long it will actually take the company to turn around is not something that the strategy or that the Piotrowski strategy actually makes. It's also a question not only when the company turns around, but when does the market recognize it? When do uh, institutions also make that judgment that things have turned around and now jump into the market? And you want to uh, slightly anticipate that in order to get the best uh, return on your investment. Okay, another one of your gurus is James O'Shaughnessy. Uh, I think he, remember, did a book. And, and uh, what is his whole strategy about? Okay. First of all, he did a book uh, which is called What Works on Wall Street, where he looked at some 45 years of market history to try and identify the individual variables that have been most predictive of success and return of, of the stock market. And he identified a number of those um, Criteria, and he came up with two separate kinds of strategies, one for value and one for growth. So his strategy actually consists of combining uh, both. And there are different things that he looks for. Um, uh, I'll just take the growth investor uh, side to keep things uh, somewhat simple here. Um, an example of that would be looking at the uh, peg ratio, interesting enough, just like uh, Peter Lynch did. Um, he wants to see that the, and doing that, he wants to know that you're using earnings for the last uh, three, four, and five years, historical growth rates for a company, not just looking at the last year, not just looking uh, five years ago. Uh, wants to see that the sales are greater than a uh, billion dollars, as an example. Um, let me see if I can give another couple of uh uh, criteria. Earnings per share persistence uh, uh, over the past uh, five years. And finally, once you take those criteria, you look for the 50 best stocks in the market with the highest relative strength. That is, looking at the performance of all the stocks in the market, which are the top 50 that have the best one-year performances out of those that have passed all the other criteria. And what would be, say, two stocks that would fit those criteria today? Uh, two stocks that would fit those criteria would be, interestingly enough, uh, some clothing retailers like Aeropostale uh, and TGX companies. Again, uh, it's interesting. You have earnings persistence. Even during the recessionary years, the last two years, these companies grew their earnings. Oh, and, and they're undervalued because uh, 
people are concerned about retail, but there's, there's a lot of value there is what you're saying. That's right. They've shown that they can grow in even uh, tough um, environments. Okay. They're not being given enough credit for their profitability and ongoing profitability. Another kind of different guru you might have uh, that's probably different from all the other ones is the Motley Fool. Um, and they have their own strategy. They, they talk about having moats, I guess, right, and, and, and having a protective moat. What, what are some well, of the other things you find? Our, our strategy was based on their uh, uh, Tom original book, which is the small business strategy. Uh, so it's looking for smaller companies, and it's looking for, it tends to look for growth in those companies and a number of other uh, characteristics. Okay, so what are some of the other uh, characteristics they're looking for in Motley Fool? Okay, um, let me see if I can give a couple of examples of that. One second. One has to do with um, profit margin. It wants to see an after-tax profit margin greater than 7%. Relative strength is another really important criteria. Um, it actually prefers that the companies have a relative strength in the top 10% of the market. So relative wants, strength meaning that their stock is moving at a higher, at a faster pace than uh, the overall market, especially what you're saying. Yes, yes, exactly. Okay. Uh, they want to know that there are some substantial insider holdings, that management basically has a, a good chunk of the company. They're motivated. They want to see positive cash flow for from operations. And I don't know if you picked it up, but one of the most common criteria that the gurus use, not everyone, but many use a cash flow, a positive cash flow criteria to help determine their successful stock picks. So what would be two companies that would fit the Motley Fool criteria right now? Um, one would be the Fossil uh, in terms of um, they have stylized designs, and another would be uh, a GSI technology. I'm not personally familiar with them. I'm not sure what that particular company does. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, and then um, you have others, too, but uh, Joel Greenblatt is one who, have, who wrote a book on investing in stocks. Again, what are his criteria? Joel Greenblatt uh, has some extremely simple criteria, and that was one of um, sort of the claims and fame of this book. And he basically uses uh, two criteria and I'm trying to think if I can sort of easily describe this. One is an earnings yield. He actually looks at all the companies in the market and looks at the percentage return of the company. Um, so basically, you divide the company's earnings before interest and taxes by its enterprise value, which basically includes how much equity is in the company and also adds the amount of debt. Then he ranks all the companies like from 1 to 6,000. Uh, so each company has signed a number on that scale. The second variable is the return on the total capital. That is how much money uh, for the assets the company's actually generating. Again, he'll rank all the stocks from 1 to 6,000 on that scale. Then he adds the two numbers and the ones that have the lowest numbers um, to the top 10 become the selected stocks. So it's looking for optimizing both earnings yield and return on total capital, uh, both at the, the same time. Very good. In about a minute or so we have left, why don't you just kind of wrap up uh, what kind of possible 
returns people can get by following the gurus based on all the research you've done here? Uh, basically, we've seen returns of anywhere from uh, 10% up to 20% annualized uh, by following the guru strategies when holding at least a portfolio of 10 stocks, following the model uh, very diligently, buying when the model says to buy and selling when the model says uh, to sell. And again, uh, tell people about your, your website and how they can find out more about you. Uh, People can go to validia.com to actually get uh, this information and to subscribe or to find out the hot list or to actually learn step-by-step how the gurus evaluate these particular stocks with all the information basically looked up for you to make it easy and convenient. Terrific. Well, people really can learn from the gurus and profit right alongside with them, so I appreciate you being on the show. My guest during this hour has been uh, John Reese. Uh, He's the founder and CEO of validia.com. Uh, His book is called The Guru Investor, How to Beat the Market Using History's Best Investment Strategies. Thanks so much for being on the show, John. Thank you very much, George. Thank you, and we'll be back with another edition of The Money Answer Show next week. Goodbye for now. Thank you for joining Jordan Goodman and The Money Answer Show. If you have a question for Jordan, please visit his website at www.moneyanswers.com. And be sure to tune in every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time right here on Voice America Business. See you next week.